0: My guest today is Alan Wright. He's the executive director of New Jersey Family Policy Center. And the information you're gonna hear is not just for New Jersey, for parents that wanna protect the hearts and minds of school-aged children. Good morning, Alan. Thanks for joining me on the call.
1: Good morning. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: So, you know, Alan, what's happening with the curriculum in the schools right now? And how is this affecting children? And what do parents need to know?
1: Yeah, you know, the curriculum, if you want to change the culture, you start with education. And I think a lot of parents, and, you know, we sort of naturally trust the schools, uh, you know, the public schools, but really there that, that phrase, government school, is becoming more and more popular. And, you know, if you tr- do you trust the public school? Probably yes. Do you trust the government? Probably no. And yet, New Jersey, the, when you look at the curriculum that has been uh, some of it's signed into law. Some of it are learning standards. Uh, when you start to look at it, it is pornographic. It is immoral. And it really takes the rights away from the parents who are the primary educators of their children. So New Jersey, starting at uh, kindergarten to second grade, they have gender, I would say indoctrination, education, uh, and, you know, third to fifth grade speaking about different types of you know, anatomy, sexual parts, uh, sexual activity. And this is in the, the fifth grade. And I have a, a third grader who's eight years old and where he is at. And to think that you know, in the public school system, they could be teaching him this without my input, without my knowledge, uh, it's kind of crazy. So federal law says that any parent has the right to see a lesson plan that the teacher is teaching. Mm -hmm. So if you're a parent and want to know what's being taught, how is it being taught? You have the right guaranteed under federal law to know that as a parent, you have a right to go into the classroom. Now you can't just show up unannounced, but you can go and make an appointment to sit in to what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Now, some of the things that we're seeing is that with this, you know, sex ed curriculum, that's really stirring the pot a lot. Is that there's no opt-out, or you have to, you know, everybody is opted in unless you want to opt out. But the opt-out is often in health class. So you know what? I don't want my son being in this health class where they're going to be teaching this, whether it's high school, middle school, down to the elementary school. Well, with this sex ed education, they have the freedom to teach it in English English class, in science class. So for them, it's like a thread woven through the curriculum where your son or daughter has to do reports on gay and lesbian, you know, contributors, how it helps our culture, how it helps our society. So this is in the law. So Governor Murphy uh, passed two laws uh, stating in terms of the uh, transgender and the gender identity that is taught in schools. Some of the things that are being taught are learning standards. So learning standards are not lost. And yet, if parents don't speak up and saying I don't want these standards because they're not my standards as a Christian, as a conservative, as a person that I may be radically liberal, but you know what, that's my responsibility to teach sexuality to my children. And why is it being done in school? So, you know, for me the the bigger picture, we've had two years pretty much of learning loss due to COVID. And yet you look at what the New Jersey Education Association was coming down from uh, our government in, uh, in Trenton. It's pushing this sort of, I would say, this radical transgender sex ideology that has nothing to do with traditional math, science, history, the great books, great literature. And yet they're pushing, bringing, you know, and we're not into these these books of of transgender youth starting with pre-K. So I'm not for banning books. But in the same way, if there is a movie that has inappropriate material for my eight-year-old or my thirteen-year-old, they're going to put an R on it. So if you want to go see that movie in America, knock yourself out. Go see the the R movie, right? Doesn't doesn't bother me. But don't show it to children.
0: Yeah. So these books, yes. we're not
1: banning books, but we're just saying these are this is not appropriate. And again, when you look at some of them, if I were to take some pictures. what's in these books and send it to to you i'm sure i could be arrested for megan's law right it's pornographic it's explicit it's not stick figures and so that's what you know as i was sort of speaking before whoever got involved in a you know a, a school board meeting before you know they set the budget they get some books they help the school sports but now parents are saying hey these boards are approving these standards and Oh my gosh! The, these books—what they're talking about—they're they're graphic, and yet, again, that's sort of what's going on. So, it's a very you know slippery slope, and they are—I would say—the other side. And this is funded by advocates for youth, Planned Parenthood. They can push millions and millions of dollars into this, and most yeah, Christians yeah. are just unaware.
0: You know what it makes me think about like how parents, like you know, j- they just can't release their child into school and and not know and not pay attention to what they're being taught. You know, like back in the day, you could send your kid to school and you knew this was what it was being taught. But the things that they're teaching them right now, how are they edifying them? They're not. Parents need to step in. They need to know what's going on in school and they need to pay attention and question it. They need to question this. Is this what you're teaching my child? I understand there's a lot of fathers that are, are really uh, concerned about these this matter.
1: Yeah, and I think you know there is a crisis of manhood <laughs> you know in our country often that what you see the youtube clips or whatever they're strong women and I think it's time for men as well. Again, I love sports, I've coached sports in high school. Uh, so often it's like okay, who's the coach? What strategy are you using? I want to be there. We need that same diligence when it comes to the curriculum of our students because Again, this, the state law says that you can have a child in your class who's 11, 12 years old, and their name is Robert, but they want to be called Roberta. And they're going to be taken and go through this, you know, given hormone blockers and all this stuff. I can't tell the parent. I get to say to the parent, your son, Robert, but in class, I have to identify him as Roberta, as a 12-year-old. And I can't tell them, you know, what your son is being taken to a doctor to go through this you know, sexual
0: transition—that's
1: mm-hmm. you know will render that person sterile. That will. So I know we need. Even so, I live in Basking Ridge. So in some local towns, one school I know there's there's a pretty very affluent school has eleven kids going through that, and the parents, uh, I would I would get arrested as a teacher telling the parents this is what your kid is doing. Mm-hmm. So I can't give them an aspirin, right? I can't do a whole number of things, and yet when it comes to this butchery of children it's what the law is so in terms of voting in terms of getting out there there are some sane people uh that see this as crazy uh but again even i'm sure you've heard of gofundmes if you look at some of the gofundme and we had a a wonderful chastity speaker named jason everett come to our our church phenomenal but he had mentioned like in like in kansas So for us in New Jersey, if I would speak for you, like Kansas is what, land of corn and wheat, right? There's not many people there. But there's like 10,000 teenage girls with a GoFundMe to get mastectomies, to get to transition. And these are people that are 14, 15. You know, you can't make those decisions until at least if you're an adult, you want to do that. I'll pray for you. But this is America. You should have freedom. And yet this is what's being hidden from parents. So to bring it right back in New Jersey, you need to know what your school board uh, looks like. And again, if it's not, if you have your children, uh, I homeschool one of our, uh, our sophomore in high school, and we have two in Catholic school, so I know what's going on there. But get involved. But how about their friends, their kids on their sports teams, who's competing? You got to get involved. So elections do matter, and I think I'm glad that the pot is sort of stirred. Often you hear about this red wave because of you know, some of the craziness in the political world national, nationally. I'm hearing from New Jersey, we're different. You know we don't just go along with the with the flow. Uh, but again, it's we're very entrenched in those who are voting for these things, and you can look at their records. and uh, so again, as parents do some research, get online. What do they believe? And you know we're here to support. At the national, at the what, the uh, New Jersey Family Policy Center, uh, we talk. We talk to parishes. We talk to evangelical churches. Get ministers. Uh, There's a church in Scotch Plains, Evangel. Myself and Sean Highland, our director of adv- advocacy, spoke to about 15 people in the ministerial staff. This is what's coming down, mm-hmm. and you have a congregation here of, you know, 1,500 to 3,000 people. Are they going to remain silent? Is this an issue? in terms of protecting children that we need to be involved with. So, mm-hmm. you know, that Jesus, you know, didn't say abandon the world, stay to yourself, go out into the world, be the salt of the earth, the light of the world, make a difference, mm-hmm. right? Bring Christ there. So we need to expose what I would call this darkness mm-hmm. and this crazy yes, sense Christ. of sexuality, Yes, a proper moral order
0: mm-hmm. and put it in the hands of
1: the parents.
0: Yeah, so, yeah. Well, you know, you said, I I was encouraged to meet such bold and strong representatives who have sponsored numerous bills to protect our children and demand transparency in education. Who are the representatives and what are some of those bills?
1: Well, I will say that uh, I have a list here, like uh, Senator Joe Panaccio, District 26, uh, Kristen Corrado, District 40, Holly Schapisi, District 39, Michael Testa, District 1 down in South Jersey, these are people there, you know, they're Republican. And if you're a Democrat and you believe this, we will support you as well. But it's a majority of uh, the Republicans who are putting this forward. Uh, on Monday, I was in the office of Senator uh, Bramnick. who has his office in Scotch Plains. You know, speaking of this, the political movement, its it's subtle. There's so many layers to it. And so, even within, I would say, the Republican Party, There's a number of people that would believe what I believe, what we believe about parents' rights, parents' choice, and yet you can't go throwing verbal bombs, right? You can't say, oh, you're this, you're that. You may get a splash in the media, but you're not going to move policy. You're not going to move laws. And so we try to move forward with uh, principled persuasion. You know, Christ calls us to do that in the world, treat everybody with dignity and respect because we're all created in the image and likeness of God. And yet through the legislator, through the senators, whatever district your listeners are in in New Jersey, find out. It can be a quick Google search. Find out what district you're in, who your senator is, what they believe. And so, uh, again, usually they have their voting records out there. So right now it's the, you know, November 8th is pretty big. There's a lot of school board elections going on. I would say at this point, be concerned with that and your local level, the presidential and the governorship in New Jersey is two years away. But hey, two years away, who else believes like you? Now, don't be afraid to use your voice. We are still a free people. And so some of these laws that are coming down are being passed. Who's passing them? You know, email your senator, your, your representative. Why did you pass this? What are you doing against this? Is this not, you know, crazy? Do we really need money spent for drag queens? Are these types of pornographic books in schools? So even when I was in Trenton, maybe two weeks ago, we met a couple of people that would be sort of, you know, uh, pro-life from the, you know, six months on and sort of, you know, more liberal on social causes. But one of the women women that we met, she ordered the books that her school district is using for pre-K. She was shocked. And she doesn't have young children. She shows it to her husband. Her husband's like, what is this crap? And then she brought it into her law office. And like I said, to you before, if they, she were to send or have a picture of what's there on a shirt, she would be thrown out of any you know normal institution in America. And yet this is what we're telling kids, it's okay. Mm-hmm. You can choose if you're a boy or a girl. So again, the whole sort of biblical worldview, and our culture, society, which is, you know, through all cultures, have been going on for, uh, you know, millennia, is just being tossed out very quickly. And so I encourage anybody to look at your the New Jersey Education Association Convention, which is, I think, November 10th and 11th uh, in Atlantic City. Look at the workshops. We put some of them on our, our Facebook page. I tweeted out a couple. And again, for me, beginning at pre-K. Mm-hmm. Now, if you want to have an intelligent conversation with a high schooler, I taught high school for 24 years, so I don't know how you know, adept they are or what's their number one concern, but maybe they can make a little more rational decision. You can present both sides of the story. Trust me, there are not both sides of the story when it's only this uh, sort of really radical agenda that's being pushed forward. So. Mm-hmm.
0: So, you know, how can parents, if they want to know more about what you're doing and, and the, some of the things that, you know, the, you know that you're, you're pushing and trying to get through, how would they contact you?
1: Good. So my name is Alan Wright. So just A. Wright, W-R-I-G-H-T, at New Jersey Family Policy Center. So we just have the abbreviation NJFPC.org. That's my email. And so we have a gala coming up November 16th. We have the Honorable Betsy DeVos, former Education Secretary, uh, and I'm just reading her book, and just an advocate for, for school choice, and also Coach Joe Kennedy, uh, who recently won a Supreme Court case, uh, to protect his right to pray at school. And so on November 16th, we have a gala in Garfield, New Jersey. You now, come and support us that way, because we are the ones that are fighting, that are going down to Trenton, meeting, gathering with churches, school boards. Uh, endorsing people running for school boards, when we find out, okay, this is what they're willing to write. This is what we believe. And so, again, we're pro-life, and we want to be, we are a place where God is honored, families' rights are respected, and uh, again, we've been around in New Jersey for, I think, 27 years. Uh, started out in Colorado by focus on the family, and now there's, we're in about 41 different states. So, again, you see what, you know, homeschooling community does, and you know, when I was going to school, homeschoolers were sort of that, you know, the weird kid that why they why are they doing this? But now there's, I think, close to about 3.8 million families that are choosing to homeschool. They're getting into college. They're getting scholarships. Uh, you know, the average cost of homeschooling is $700 to $1,800 per student annually. Mm-hmm. I know not all parents can do that. Well, you think of some of our wealthier district where they're spending 17, 18, 20,000 dollars per student, and what results are we getting?
0: Right. Yes. So it's just
1: sometimes a, a broken system. So we really want to, you know, bring order back to the family. We know this ultimately is a spiritual battle. And so we are people that pray. I have a weekly, every Monday morning, a, a prayer call with other people. We speak about all the things we're doing. They pray for us. Our board is very committed. Uh, People that we meet with as well, they're like-minded. So to get out there, pray, look for those opportunities. Because I'm I'm sure God does not care about our ability, but about our availability. And when we make ourselves available to the Holy Spirit, God can move mountains.
0: And God will. And we thank you for what you've done so far. And um, would you like to leave the audience with anything today? You know,
1: I would just think, you know, an encouragement. That God is still on his throne. Jesus is Lord of all. And yet we have a responsibility as well to get out there, put our money where our mouth is, raise our voices, and pray for uh, the senators. Pray for those who oppose us, that God would change their hearts and minds. And that, that would be my call, you know, certainly to pray.